What's good, Yannick? What up, what up, what up, what up? I am here. Everything is good. Everything is always good. That's what's up. Thank you for joining the We Don't Play podcast show. It's so great to have you here. Shout out to Podmatch. And it's just amazing that we've been able to connect. Just before we got on this podcast, we've had a quick like a quick fire starter. So if you guys got to catch up with this episode, please make sure you do because we're going to have a lot of topics to talk about and you got to stay tuned because I'm sure you're like, what is she going to talk about? So, you know, I'm going to let you start off. (laughs) I'm going to let you start off by telling us more about you. Tell us more about what you do and how did you even get started in this whole design industry? All right. So... I'm gonna try to do as much just as I could possibly can in like the most concise way. So number one, thank you so much for having me. I am here for it, I'm here for all the things. Um, I was a little girl born in Kingston, Jamaica, St. Joseph Hospital. You know, if if you're out there and you're gonna try and like guess my passwords, it's not a security question. Um, And I went to what I believe, which I'm pretty sure it will be supported by the masses, some of the best schools in the island. One of the last schools I went to in Jamaica was called St. Andrew High School for Girls. Big up all the Andrews girl then. And um, one of my teachers was like, hey, you should really do art as one of your primary subjects. So in Jamaica, when you're going to school, going through high school, you choose a series of subjects to focus on from your ninth grade year until your 11th grade year. And over that period of time, at the end of your 11th grade year, you're tested on what you've learned from your ninth grade year cumulatively, right? So it's a big contrast to when you're actually educated in the United States where you're like, all right, I got this big test. I studied this semester. I took the test. Wait, it's over? I don't have to remember this stuff ever again. You mean American history is done? This is amazing. Um, Not that I'm knocking how fortunate we are to be educated in Jamaica. Um, Anywho, so even before then, my family members always gave me like all the things. Like my Auntie Wildy, which is my grandma's sister, um, always send art supplies. My aunt Dorothy, my mother's sister, same thing. Now my mom and my grandma, not so much. They supported me in like the whole like loving art stuff. But my grandma was tired of her sheets having ink stains and getting cut up and like the walls just having markers for like no reason. Can't have no good sheets because Yannick would always like stain them with some kind of art supply. Um, And my mom was probably just tired of hearing my grandma complain. Uh, In any case, moved to America, went to college. I, in going, moving to America and going to college, my Jamaican education kind of bolstered me into a position where I was able to get varying scholarships to support my university education. So my my undergraduate degree was free. The thing was free, okay? I'm not gonna pretend like I wasn't ignorant enough to take out a student loan to buy clothes. I was one of those people, I wasn't educated there. Um, however, I didn't have to pay for housing, I didn't have to pay for food, I didn't have to pay for books, I didn't have to pay for classes, like life was good, right? And so because of that, I felt like I was in, not I felt like factually, I was in the position to choose what I wanted to do. If you know anything about Caribbean parents, well, just black immigrant parents, 
at all, really. Maybe other immigrants too, but I'm just going with the ones that I know about, right? You can't migrate to America and decide you want to major in anything other than science, business, more science, or law. They don't have the mental capacity. Or, oh, engineering, engineering, forgot about engineering, but I guess that's not science right they they don't like it they're not with it they're like they want they want you to be the best that they can possibly envision for you and the only paths for them to success are occupations that fall within that realm so when i come home and i tell my mom yeah i'm going to college and i'm majoring in art she's like what you're gonna do what but why it doesn't make sense you're gonna be hungry and homeless and i'm gonna have to take care of you forever well proved her wrong later on um so that's kind of how i got started um generally like in the whole art vibe right so my bachelor's degree is in um media design sorry i'm a liar it's in studio arts um it's focusing graphic design film photography and drawing right so those are like my things like i love to draw i love to sit down on the side of the road and draw random people look at my sketch pad you just see like somebody next to me like what are you doing i'm drawing you go away um and the all the things that my mom was worried about was like permeating my brain like am i gonna make a living am i gonna find a job what the hell am i really gonna do with an art degree right like what can you possibly do and i graduating from college in 2010 was having a really hard time finding a job but you know what i didn't have a hard time finding friends people social events so I attended all of these things, got to meet people. I love to dance. I don't dance very well though, but I love to dance. And so loving to dance, you know, jumping around, jumping up to every song that I loved throughout the entire party, I met all the people. And meeting all the people, right? I would always stay till the end of the party. Number one, not just because I enjoyed the party. And when I'm telling you, I'm enjoy I mean like, I'm enjoying the party just for the music. I'm sober as all hell, because I'm like graduating college at 20. There is no, there's no real alcohol for me. Um, and I'm in there, I'm shutting on the party. The lights are turning on. People think I'm crazy. And I'm like, hey, who are you? Promoter, club owner, organizer person? Who makes your flyers? I can make your flyers how about this how about i make it for like you know 10 times less than whatever it is that you're paying right now and if you like it then we do some more and so i started building my portfolio in that way and like getting my foot wet in like just like general entertainment events and like leveraging my network in that way to really build what is now a really sustainable living for myself a really sustainable scalable living for myself primarily from my love of aesthetics and um, my ability to build and leverage mutually beneficial relationships that was a lot i hope i hope y'all got it i hope y'all got it because nah, that's, that's all i got we you got a lot <laughs> you got a lot out because what you've said has really set the tone and you know it also allows people to know where you're coming from and how much passion you have for this art because what i kept hearing was art 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 and then you know when you think about art quote unquote it's like it's lucrative it's lucrative it's however you want to call it tomato tomato but if you know what you're doing you can make a killing with what you have as an art 
So now that you think about art and design, where does that design fall in for you today? When I think about art and design, okay. So circling back before I even address that question, it doesn't matter what you do for a living, you can make a killing. So it's not just art. You can make a killing doing anything. You can make a killing sweeping the street. You just have to figure out who's willing to pay for it and how to leverage it and how to how to scale it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, that's all you need. You can make a killing doing anything. You can make a killing selling underwear, quite frankly. Facts. Um, or cleaning bathrooms. Like people have amazing cleaning companies. There's no shame in any game. Um, how I feel about design as as it relates to art. So how I look at them, I know a lot of people say, okay, well, they're like super related and and it's not that they're not, but for me, art is how I express my passions, my feelings, my interests. And if there's someone out there who it resonates with, amazing. Design any kind of design, interior design, fashion design, graphic design, is about delivering a very specific feeling for a very specific group of people. Mm. If we speak specifically about design, like graphic design and advertising, it's about getting a very specific group of people to take a very specific action to end up with a very specific end result. Art for me is expressing feelings. Design for me is invoking feelings. Mm. Mm. You end deep there. I wasn't trying to. Okay, but let's let's dig let's dig let's dig 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 okay if we get too deep it might get it might become a problem for the people <laughs> so we gotta stay up level because we oh oh man this is why i love this podcast because you know listen hey, you're the one asking the questions <laughs> i mean I didn't, i'm just answering i mean the way you're going is really deep so maybe my audience needs to really tighten up their seat belts because they got to be prepared for what's coming. <laughs> so it's it's really a matter of really seeing like how you're thinking about art and design. And I love how you said that, you know, for you now, you know, when you think about like how you described everything, like from school to, you know, college, of course, now to the business world, you know, how do you say, you know, your inspiration came about to be because like you say you're you're very creative in your mind so there's some things that you'd have to create within the space that you're in that's going to allow that creativity to flow so for example books you know you're going to read some books that are going to help you understand where your your radars are hitting oh my god so what books are you reading or have you read i that was has got just you here? about to tell you Ooh. about a book that i'm reading right now blowing my mind so over the years people have told me especially people who've been following me on social media for like a really long time at least at at the very least since 2014 um i am obsessed with making my bed every day um and it's funny because when i was a little girl this little girl didn't want to make her bed at all um, 
it became a completely different habit as I got older. And um, people would always say, Unique, your posts, because I would, I would literally post videos of my bed made at like 5 a.m. Up and out, I'm up and out. I'm up, I'm out doing stuff. I made my bed first task done. Like I'm ready, I'm going, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it, let's go. Who else is joining me? Post pictures of your bed, let's do it, let's do it. Um, and people would be like, you remind me of this Navy SEAL guy who always talking about, who always talks about having to make their bed for the first time. And I'm like, he got that from me. I don't know anything about him. I don't, I don't he, he got that from me. In, in Yannick's world, it's Yannick first and everybody second. Don't care, he got that from me, right? Until I decided to read his book and I started reading his book this month. It's called Can't Hurt Me and the author is David Goggins. So it's funny because now, like literally this book has, has given me inspiration to start doing book reviews online, like just, just giving my opinion about the book. So this is really timely. Um, when I first started reading the book, I was just like, what kind of self-deprecating BS is this? Like, why do I have to call myself fat to want to improve, right? Like, why do I have to say that I'm lazy to understand that I, you know, can do more? I can, again, this is after just hearing like first, like one, like, because I'm an audiobooker, by the way. Um, it, it helps me. I, I typically listen to my books while I'm working out. It, I feel like it's a really great way to like use my mind in that moment. Um, oh, when I say working out, I mean like um, cardio, not like anything else, because I'll lose count. Um, <laughs> it's true. Like I, my, my, like I'll, I'll be like two, seven, <laughs> eight. Wait, how did I get here? Anyway, so right. all my personal trainers will tell you. But um, I was just like, when I first, when I was listening, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like him. I don't like this. I know everybody thinks he's amazing, but I don't like him. This is after like chapter one. The audiobook has these annotative sections where it talks about um, where David, David Goggins himself, and the, the person who's actually like helping him put together the book, talk about the meaning behind different things. And as I was listening to him, I realized it wasn't so much about like self-deprecation or like bullying yourself. He's talking about like bullying and all this. I'm trying not to spoil it for y'all, I promise. But like the end all of it is identifying what you believe is a problem and taking actionable steps to fix or improve that thing. Now that is a thing that I can get behind. I'm all about that. Like if you don't like what you, if you don't like like where you are, like change it. You're not a tree, right? Everybody's heard that. So within this within this stage of my life right now, I love me. Right? Like there's no there's no way to misinterpret how much I rock with myself. Mm. Right? However, as dope as I am, as amazing as I am, I can get better. And so every day I take measurable steps to getting better. And listening to this book was a really great confirmation of that to kind of see how someone else approaches that. I don't believe in sitting around calling yourself fat, but if you don't like what you look like, what can you do to improve that? You can love the, the skin you're in right now and say, I wanna be better, I wanna get better. How do I do that? What are the measurable steps to take that? And then put, put a plan 
together and then one by one chip away at the plan so um i definitely think it's a really great book for people to read and or listen to because i love the listen part because you definitely get the annotated version where you kind of get context of what the author was talking about versus just like what the book is because if i if i think if i think if i didn't have the annotations I think I would have stopped reading. Like, mm. I'd have been like, nah, I'm good. I don't want to hear this. This is negative Nancy and I don't like it. Mm. That's what's up. I like that. I really like that. I like the fact that you gave us this scenario because, you know, reading is, is important and it's powerful because you actually gain knowledge and you apply that knowledge in whatever you do. And how you do it is really depending on you. So, you know, now that you've said that, now I'm thinking and I want to know what your thoughts are on what really inspired you to take this move. Like what was the goal that took you to this next career path that you're in right now? Um, taking me to the next I don't think I ever veered off so I generally I do things. I do a lot of things. Okay. And there are not so many things that I do that I'm not good at. Because okay. when I do things, I put my every and anything into it. But, but I also acknowledge when I don't want to work on something because I don't enjoy it. Even if I don't enjoy the thing, if I really put my all into it, mm -hmm. I'm going to do well. Whenever I bet on myself, I do well. Um... I decided to bet on myself as a graphic designer. When I was going through corporate America, you know, working with these different corporations, working on these different brands for these other organizations, I was getting laid off left and right. And it wasn't because I wasn't good at my job, because if that were the case, I wouldn't be here. Um, it was just because the, that was just the nature of the marketing as a designer. Um, sorry, that was just, yeah, as, a, as someone within corporate America. It is, and anybody who pretends like it's not rare is talking out. But like, if you are able to hold on to a job in marketing in corporate America for five plus years, count the fact that you are lucky as hell. Don't ever leave that company if you can, because that's not normal. That's very rare. At least if you're, if sorry, let me let me take that one back. If you're happy, stay there. Yeah, because that's not normal that level of consistency, continuity, reliability um, is not normal, right? Um, so the people that were laying me off, some of them would even reach back out to me as a contractor, like, hey, do you wanna freelance this, that, and the third? And I was like, well, if y'all keep hiring me as a freelancer, I really just need to go full steam ahead with this business and figure out how to make it a thing, like bing, 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 bada boom. Bada bang. Um, right now, Right now, even though my client roster, my client roster for our company, YKMB, our client roster has a range of companies, right? So we primarily work with corporate event planners and trade show marketers to provide them with consistent, reliable outsourced graphic design that's meant to save them time and money. But still within our client list, we have corporate marketers who aren't focused on events, who maybe they're just focused on like social media marketing um, and things that need like frequent and high volume graphic design regularly. 
or business owners that have a corporate client base who also need to have frequent and rapid um, graphic design from people that they can count on. Um, but then we also have some of our older clientele, like you know, real estate developers, privately owned medical practices, law firms, um, and that's kind of like where we're coming from, from this very like wide client base. And now we're a lot more narrowed down and niche down to where we're specializing in corporate events. And so as we're specializing in corporate events, like how do we even get there? Because we got there like post pandemic, right? People like talk about pre and post pandemic. And I think there's a reason for it. Like 2020 pushed a lot of us past our typical pace of evolution, not just for ourselves, but in business. Cause you had to sink or swim and honey, this girl was swimming. Okay. Um, having conversations with people in the um, event world or what some people like to refer to as the invisible industry, the people that run the events, not people who attend the events, right? People that run the event, people that put them on, the people that make them go. I found out that 60% of the industry's workforce, the event industry's workforce, didn't come back to work because they had gone so long without having consistent income. They're worried that, you know, their livelihood is no longer sustainable because all of a sudden things are going from in-person to virtual. And then the people that were doing designs for in-person events had no idea what to do to create um, engaging designs online or engaging experiences online. And so they were like, I'm just gonna pivot and go to an entirely different industry where they can embrace me for what I already know and I don't have to learn new stuff. And so there was like a real shortage, a real shortage and a real demand for a design agency who was willing to like take that on and like not just take it on and just like do it in this mediocre way, but like do it and do it really well. And so I think we've been doing a really great job of that. Um, I got to always give a shout out to um, National Trade Show Alliance because they are definitely one of the first events focused clients that we had that propelled us in this direction and gave me the information that I really needed to take this whole concept of servicing the event industry and running with it. And we are thriving, baby. We're thriving. That's big. I love that. I love that. You know, <clears throat> excuse me. Now that you've said this, what would you say to date is the most successful campaign run you have had and why all right so that's a valid question so one of my very favorites i, I don't know if i can tell y'all why though <laughs> 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 one of my very one of my very favorite projects was rebranding the income um trade trade show marketing department it was not an easy task like my even like my boss at the time like she was definitely someone who spoke her mind and was not the easiest to please right so we went back to the drawing board a couple of different times with like completely different approaches um but the end result was when sales guys were going to the same trade shows that they've been going to years prior with 
updated brand visuals, with updated backdrops, with an updated setup, instead of getting the same number of measly leads that they were getting, they were getting on average 105% more than what they had. So, I mean, can you possibly ask for anything less than, or can you, can you possibly ask for anything more? That's like literally double and then some. And if you want to talk about a return on investment, there it is. Mm -hmm. So that I think was probably the most successful thing that I can think of to date. Um, and I think that in itself should be the reason why I loved it so much. But, you know, you got you to have me back for a whole different conversation for why I really loved it so much. Oh, yeah. We're going to bring you back for sure. This energy, <laughs> we don't get that every day. So you definitely energy. are. You already know. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Thank you so much for bringing this, you know, to the light. You know, if there's one thing that you want to tell any entrepreneur, any business owner, any creator, any artistic person that is really in that creative mind space, what would you tell them and how would you lead them into that space that you want to take them into? That's a real open-ended question, but mm -hmm. I'm going to run with it anyway. So, number one, you can make money doing anything. Okay, you can make money doing anything. You have to really commit to it, do real research, find a mentor. Mentors are amazing. Like mentors are like the golden ticket shortcut to like life, whether people want to admit it or not. People are able to propel themselves forward faster in a more successful way when they have guidance. Find someone who you feel like is doing what you want to be doing and ask them to mentor you. Um, you might have to you might have to you might have to trade something if you don't got money you got time you might have to do some free work but mm. once again mentors are um i think a golden opportunity for anybody uh starting anything um for me i want to tell this person don't give up on themselves Cause it's really, I get, I feel like, I feel like I gave up on myself a couple times and I was like, hey, 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 come back, come back. What are you doing? Don't do that. Stop it. Um, don't give up on yourselves. Like your dreams and aspirations are attainable. The only thing some people are missing is a plan. You can't. And I was raised in a Christian household. Okay. My grandma goes to church. I live with my grandma, by the way shamelessly um my grandma goes to church every single sunday and i'm pretty sure that most of my life is um as a benefit of half of her prayers but it doesn't matter how many prayers you say you have to put together an actionable plan and put it into action yeah and people hate when i say this but god helps those who help themselves go home every night say your prayers and get on your knees and then get up and work for it. But don't give up on yourself. Facts. Facts. This is, whew. I feel like this is like a charge. You know, like this, <laughs> this is something that you got to listen to. You be like, okay, I've heard this story. This is what I got to do. And sometimes in this podcast show, you know, we bring in some real stuff and sometimes 
we really like to make sure that we can keep you aligned because when you listen you pay attention to what people are listening to and what they're doing so when you come back and listen to this again you ask yourself did i do what yannick said or am i just slipping up the cracks so you want to make sure that you can you know keep that aligned and you have definitely brought it to the table today and i really appreciate you for bringing it to the we don't play podcast show 100 percent I, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I mean, I, I also want to add, I Yannick, I am not perfect. I am literally a work in progress every day. I am a work in progress, not just for myself, but for my family, for my clients, for my team, I, for my friends. Like, I am a work in progress. So it's okay. You don't have to listen to me at all, really. There's more than one way to skin a cat. You can listen to somebody else if you want to, but don't just sit around and do nothing. Yeah. Like, do something. Exactly. <laughs> do something. Facts, facts. And speaking of doing something, I want them to do something by reaching out to you. And if, oh, how, okay. how possible can they, like, what are the options they have that they can be able to reach out to you? All right. So, um, if you are looking for a mentor-esque relationship, the closest thing that I have right now is following me on social media. Mm. It's Yanni Does Stuff. Yes, Yanni does stuff. I do all the stuff. Um, depending on who you are, you may feel worried about that, but it's okay. You'll get over it. Uh, you can find me on all the platforms. Yanni does stuff. Um, you can follow me on LinkedIn. Yannick Dacosta. Y-A-N-I-Q-U-E. Last name D-A-C-O-S-T-A. Um, if you are someone who wants to become a client, you can feel free to reach out to me for a free consultation. If you are someone who doesn't want to become a client and you just want a free consultation, it's fine. Feel free to reach out to me. I have no problem giving you the free consultation. I will give you actionable advice that you can actually implement to improve your specific needs, problems, whatever it is. And if it's a good fit, we'll work together. And I'll tell you how we can do that. If not, it's cool. Take the information, run, run fast before I change my mind. Um, and then if you are someone who wants to work with me, work for me, join my team, you can head over to the ykmd.com forward slash careers and see what we got popping. Bet. That's a good one. I thank you so much for bringing that up because now, now that they've listened to it, they can go to the show description as they really know how to do that and click on that link, tap in, connect with Yannick and get yourself branded. That's let me just put it like that. Upgrade yourself, you know, just put yourself out there. <laughs> it's so much more than that. It's so much more than that. We save you time. We save you money. We save you headache. We give you assets that you need to leverage and increase your brand visibility. Get yourself branded. You can do that on Fiverr. Don't tell anybody I said that. Right. Um, that's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want tried and tested professionals who can get the job done in a way that you've never seen before, come to us. Talk to us. We're here. You know where to go now. Everybody listening, you know where to go now. Make sure you do that and don't skip this episode without doing that because you're going to need this information in the long run. And what better way to save time than being over here and connecting with people like us. So I really appreciate you, Yannick, for joining. 
this show you brought the energy i'm sure people are like yeah i'm gonna work out to this tomorrow so <laughs> they can do what they want I'm, am i the new david goggins <laughs> a little bit maybe the the Whoa. female version <laughs> without without the navy seal part okay, right got it. right just a little drop in the ocean <laughs> Thank you so much, and I appreciate you. Definitely looking forward to having you back again, and I wish you an amazing, amazing time ahead of your day, wherever you are in the world. Thank you from beautiful Jamaica. Have an awesome day. Hey, one time. You're welcome.